our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back and thanks for joining us. This week we're talking about five major ways people tend to suffer unnecessarily. We're talking about things we need to let go of. Exactly, because at the end of the day, life passes us by like the blink of an eye. There's absolutely no room for suffering, especially when it's the kind of suffering we inflict on ourselves or the kind we allow other people to inflict upon us. A lot of things we're discussing this week happen when we allow someone else's values to frame or dictate the way we live our own lives. And if you're the one trying to impart your values on other people, understand that trying to control other people is no way to live. You're only going to be disappointed when they finally wake up to the fact that they're their own person and they have the human right to autonomy. I hope for them, they take it. So let's get to it. For our first day of Let It Go, we're talking about shame and insecurity. On the surface, everyone knows what shame is. It's a sort of resentment we have towards ourselves or something inside of us, or a perspective we have about ourselves. It's a repetitive message unfolding inside of our minds that we're not good enough, that we're unworthy, that we're bad or broken, and it leads to insecurity. Shame messaging sounds like, if you really cared, you'd do this for me, or you brought this on yourself, or why can't you be like that person, or behave in that other way, or why are you so difficult? Oftentimes, our shame spirals are the result of old wounds. Once a specific message is ingrained in our minds, the process of confirmation bias takes over. At that point, our subconscious is looking for ways to prove whatever we believe is correct. So if we believe we're failures, we'll perceive everything else as failure. We'll make special note of every shortcoming and we'll ignore the wins. We sink deeper and deeper into that belief that we're a failure. This is how all forms of shame unfold. Every negative perspective we may have about ourselves, from body image to relational beliefs to performance anxiety, it's all rooted in the feeling that we're not good enough, that something in us is broken. Unless we confront this negative self-talk head-on, that system of confirmation bias will exacerbate the problem. It's an endless spiral, but as we pursue an awakening, we discover we can jump right off that ride. And in hindsight, you may very well look back and think, my God, all that suffering was so unnecessary. If you're tired of your inner world ruining your chances at a good day, a good week, a good life, the very first step is to become aware of your suffering and hone in on your desire to change, all in pursuit of peace of a more joyful life. We've discussed how to cultivate more awareness, but that's exactly what needs to happen here. It's about bringing awareness to the subconscious thoughts plaguing our minds. Remember, these sorts of subconscious thought patterns are the result of trauma. It's what Eckhart Tolle calls the pain body. It's the accumulation of all your disappointments in life, your upsets, your perceived failures, and it has a mind of its own. We have to separate ourselves from it and recognize it when it's speaking. So from there, we begin to engage in positive self-talk by way of gratitude. 
What qualities in yourself are you grateful for? What achievements are you proud of? What aspects of your personality have served you well? What hardships have taught you a great lesson? Are you grateful for your strength, your perseverance? Are you grateful to be in this headspace now? Becoming aware of your desire for change, you have, after all, taken the very big first step. When we wield positive self-talk and gratitude against these negative thoughts, we actually build new neural pathways that alter our habitual thought patterns. At first, positive self-talk might seem impossible, but the more you practice, the easier it becomes, the better you feel, and the negative self-talk slowly falls away. And by the way, I know it's cliche, but no one is perfect. No one can achieve perfection. It's an impossibility. Anyone imposing standards of perfection on you, demanding that you operate by their value system, that you never step outside the lines, I promise you, they're suffering their own kinds of shame. Those afflicted with shame often pass it on. And remember, it was passed to them as well. So with empathy, we tell them the shame cycle ends with us. We're not going to engage in it. The opposite of shame is pride. The opposite of insecurity is confidence. And so what we encourage you pursue is pride and confidence. Positive self-talk will help us reframe the narrative we have about ourselves in our minds. Confidence is built by truly knowing who you are, knowing your role in the world, using your gifts, and pursuing that which truly fulfills you. Really getting to know your own value system is key here. Get to know what's important to you. Get to know your non-negotiables. The better you know yourself, the harder it is for someone else to infiltrate your confidence. When you know exactly who you are, it becomes impossible for you to feel guilty for not being what someone else thinks you should be. Even if you stumble outside your own value system, you've got to be kind to yourself. Everyone falls short. Everyone stumbles. Everyone experiences disappointment. Forgive yourself and move forward. Dwelling on upsets will only hurt you in the long run. By the way, sometimes when we fall short of our own standards, it's a fantastic opportunity to take a good hard look at whether or not it was ever really a value of ours at all. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. Learn from it and move on. So wrapping it up, We build our own internal self-worth and values entirely of ourselves, not dependent on the approval and love of another. We love ourselves better through practice. We build self-awareness. We engage in positive self-talk. We practice gratitude and compassion for ourselves and others. Remember, we love hearing from you. We welcome you to comment or message us through the Good Risings Instagram page at Good Risings. You can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. And you can find me at B. McMuffin. Thanks for listening to Grateful Grains. If you're enjoying Good Risings, show us some love with a good review. We'll see you again tomorrow for day two of our week on Letting It Go. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.